really don't know because you don't know what we're trying to do. You guys don't look at the films. You don't know what happened. You really don't know. You think you know, but you don't know. And you never will. Yeah, welcome into the We Never Played the Game podcast. Zach Klein from WSB Channel 2, along with uh, Jeffrey Schultz from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. We're coming to you from Augusta, Georgia. And we have a treat today, Schultzy. I mean, it's not often you're in the presence of a Hall of Famer. But we are this. Do we deserve? Am I? No, is there somebody under the table? You're not. You're not the Hall of Famer, Steve Hummer, the one, the only. Hummy. I don't know that they're really a good, a good nickname. Yeah, he doesn't have a. He, he's. You have a nickname? He, he, no, I don't. But I'm going to be talking hushed golf. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> in Lovely. A tradition like no other. Steve Hummer. How long have you been uh, covering this tournament? Would you say? Uh, I North- believe I believe they were using hickory shafts. <laughs> Um, that shot that Sarazen hit on 15 was unbelievable. You were there for the double yeah. eagle? Oh, it was unbelievable. Uh, he mentored Furman, actually. That's how long you know, it, Oddly, I don't remember the first year I was here, but I think it's been How do you not 20, remember your first? Years. I, well, it all runs together after a while <laughs> in a, a horrible alcoholic haze. Yeah. Um, uh, but it's been, I would say, let's, let's round it off 26. 26. Yeah. It's a good, good, good even number. Yeah. What is this for you, Jeff? I don't know. I don't count like Steve. I count Springsteen concerts. <laughs> Springsteen? I'm not, uh, I've seen one Springsteen. I don't know. Maybe it, maybe a dozen. I'm a not. Dozen. I'm not really sure. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm outnumbered today with uh, two guys from Atlanta Journal Constitution, but it's good to talk golf. There's nothing better in my eyes than this week. It should be a lot of fun. The youngest, or not the youngest, but the smallest field. And what you were telling me, Jeff, twenty uh, something years. Twenty one years. It's eighty seven people. We're trying, and one of them just qualified Ian Ian Poulter so we're trying to figure out why is it so small this year is it just Mr. Hummer why is it so small this year well I don't know I I would (laughs) I would assume there must have been some multiple winners somewhere that uh over the course of the year that so it would knock out guys you know winning tournaments uh and getting in and I know a lot of times Um, because the Masters is the only tournament for those who don't know that once you win it you're you're invited back automatically. And, we're losing, well, and, and eventually we're losing older guys. Too. Well, yeah. You know, and I was so. going to say it was the club has actually the last few years found a way to, for all these guys who were notorious for shooting 80-something, 80-something in their first two rounds and not making the cut, but they, they insist on coming back every year because they basically have a hall pass. Mm-hmm. And the Masters has sort of found a way the last few years of maybe gently saying, maybe we you shouldn't come back to the tournament <laughs> next year. Right. Um, so maybe they've just. So you lost guys like Crenshaw and Watson. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so and that's and that's probably just they don't need to go out there and embarrass themselves. Uh, you, you remember those days that Doug Ford played here, and he would shoot a million. Yeah. And I'll clean this up for the audience. But you so, don't. We we first of all we have no journalistic standards. There are no rules. No no rules. So you can you don't have to clean well, it up. He, he'd <laughs> Doug Ford came in one day after shooting. A million, and someone asked him, "Why do you keep coming back?" He goes, "Because I won the bleeping thing." <laughs> <laughs> okay, enough said. Okay. Drop the mic. Move on. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that that kind of attitude has kind of been we don't put us push we don't aside appreciate now. That at a tournament, yeah. Steve, you're always looking for storylines, compelling things to to write. You get you come into this week with a preconceived um, list of stories, or they just kind of unfold for you. Uh, we have a few. Uh, that's why it's I, tiger, 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 tiger. Hey, hey, now wait, that's my territory. <laughs> yeah. Jeff has tiger. Uh, 
Uh, we wrestled for it, and <laughs> I won, so I gave him time. Um, the, uh, but you know, other. I mean, this. I mean, you can't throw a rock at this tournament now without hitting a good story. Right. I mean, it's just the, the storylines here this week are just unbelievable. And, and you know, we we were doing a, a conference call with Jim Nance uh, uh, the other day, and you know, he very rightfully said this could be the most compelling Masters that he's ever seen. Is that just because Tiger? Well, because everybody who's any good is playing really well. Right. Other than Spieth, and Spieth's... Still finished top five in Houston. Houston. Spieth is still good. (laughs) Um, So, but, I mean, you know, know, McElroy won Mm -hmm. at Bay Hill. Uh, uh, Tiger. (laughs) Tiger is is everywhere. Uh, DJ, if he doesn't hurt himself... (laughs) Falling down the steps. If he he can handle (laughs) stairs. Yeah. uh, Can you talk... Is that a blur? Is that last year? Or the last year. year? That was last, that was last year. year. Yeah, and he was right. on fire leading up and, to it. And as know, I recall, that was the day after our, our, our draft. It's, <laughs> it's supposed to rain Wednesday, so there could be some wet steps. So, mm. so Justin Rose is playing well. Justin John Rahm is playing well. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. you got Sergio, the defending champ. There are so many storylines. I don't know. Tigers. Bubba, Bubba's playing well too. Yeah. yeah. Bubba's Bubba won twice. Win. Yeah. So. Um, so you know, I say you can't throw a rock without hitting the hitting somebody who can win this thing. What are you looking forward to? Um, I'm right. There's seven writing days from this week. I'll be writing 14 Tiger columns for so, sure. Yeah. Right? And nobody they can't get enough. No, of them. I mean I'll 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 write them at least half the time here. Probably at least two before the tur- tournament and at least the first day. I mean, when there, he was in beyond. Tampa a couple weeks ago, and he finished what one shot out of the the, the lead. Yeah. It was the highest non-major viewership. In five years? And how many times do you hear from readers say, oh, why don't you write about somebody else? I'm tired of hearing about no. this guy. He's not winning. Yeah. It's Tiger Tiger. I, I hate to say he it, drives but the bus. Notwithstanding what Steve just said, and everything was on the mark, I mean, to the non-golf general populace, it's like Tiger Woods and 86 less significant beats in the tournament. <laughs> and I really, I don't mean that in a bad way toward anybody, but I mean, despite all this great talent that is in the sport today, you see what happens when Tiger Woods reemerges onto the scene and does well in a couple tournaments. Mm-hmm. I mean, TV ratings go through the roof. I mean, even when he the last his last few times here, when he wasn't playing that well, or the last few tournaments he had been in before this recent run, even though he wasn't on the leaderboard, he still has the biggest galleries. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's, I, it's fascinating to think about because if you think of the last maybe three years leading up to when Tiger was dark, right. with the young guys of, of a Rory or a Ricky, a Justin Thomas obviously winning the major last year. These guys, you, know, you could relate to. They were cool. They were hip. I mean, you'd think they'd bring a new audience in, but they, they could just never capture I, what he did. And I can't, I mean, this is probably what I'll be the first thing I write about I can't really figure out why what is it about him and I can't really find a parallel in sports where I mean every sport has had I mean Michael Jordan brought out people LeBron brings out people you know Nicholas and Palmer even past their days when they were in tournaments they brought out people but Tiger's evolution from you know the top of the sport to plummet to nowhere and then even when he came back he was battling injuries and you know Many people didn't think he'd back play at this level again. To back to now, whatever level he's at right now, everybody's back again. And nobody really ever left. I mean, he never lost followers or fans. He he's, he transcends completely 
the golf fan. My mm -hmm. wife is asking about Tiger Woods, and my wife doesn't well, care. He's about almost it. a sympathetic figure now. Mm -hmm. and yeah. Before, and there, there are people who don't like him. I mean, there are, oh, no, there are yeah. plenty of Tiger yeah, yeah, haters yeah. out there. But, it, but people watch. Who, who, who don't forget, you know, what he, what he did to his personal life and, and how reprehensible he was as a person. And there was even a guy, when he got named pre, uh, captain of the President's Cup team, uh, there were guys, I was there that day at Bay Hill when they had the press conference, and there, I heard this one guy next to me, Mama, well, well, you know, he just got arrested not too long ago right. for some substance abuse problems. And why are you letting this guy be be the captain of the team? Well, this is this is Tiger Woods today. I mean, this is he is he is a sympathetic figure now. And I, you know, I have no idea what he's doing with his personal life. But as long as nobody's going after him with a golf club, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or, or an escalate, yeah. yeah. And if he doesn't yeah. doesn't fall asleep in his car mm -hmm. anytime in the near future, I think people are going to give him a pass. You know, he's very good, guys, as we know, of manipulating the media and yeah. saying the right things. He's been better in, in, and he on has. that front. Yeah, that you, front. So I, you, know, you try to take him at his word that he's found peace in his life, that he's become much more into his family and his children, and he's put a priority on that as opposed to practicing, which he did forever until um you know probably the last five seven years so maybe he's got this harmony maybe he's got this inner zen this peace uh and he's okay with not beating jack his record of 18 majors when that's all his focus was ever since he picked up a club look look to me regardless of what you think about him as a person okay if this guy were to come back very actually very similar to michael vick in this way like people hated michael vick obviously universally when he came back and I mean, Vic might actually might be the closest comparison I could find. Um, when he came back and had that one good season with Philadelphia, I guess it was. And all of a sudden all these people were back on the Michael Vick to some degree. Um, I just, I can't really find, I've lost my train of thought here for a minute, but I well, can't. Everybody deserves a second chance. Second, yeah. Second yeah. Oh chance. yeah. So what I was going to say was when, thank you for yeah. saving me there. That if this guy comes back, meaning Vic, and mm -hmm. plays at the level he played before, it would be one of the greatest stories in the mm -hmm. history of sports that this guy was sitting in prison. Now, Tiger was never sitting in prison. But if Tiger were to come back and play at the level... He has back fused. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> after getting his back... Well, he had, what, what three, four? Four back surgeries. Four back surgeries. And what's amazing about the whole Tiger and his swing is that he's 42 years old. These four back surgeries, his swing speed right now is exactly what it was during the peak you know, of his era. I was, actually, I was talking to John Smoltz about that at spring training. Yeah. He was kind of calling BS on the, really? on the uh, swing speed thing. He says that can't be right. He just he just refused to believe. He he, he likened it to a, a radar gun, a bad radar gun. That's <laughs> a bad track uh, man. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and he, he says that that can't be but right. The dude's but still I mean, in at three hundred and thirty. Just that it beggars the imagination, even that that he's done that. Right, it's a freak. It's a, it's a freak. It's a freak thing. And you know, I think you know, Tiger came out and you know said something on his you know personal website about a, a miracle. And, you know, the fact that he's gone through all this, he's still hitting 320 yards, which he did in Tampa. He's, you know, top 10 in driving that week. I mean, the proof's right there. Right. He's not now, hitting at 270. Can he, can he win this week? No, because I don't think he, he, he needs to hit driver consistently. He's got to have to hit 12 drives, uh, you know, 10 maybe. I mean, this major, maybe. more than anything else, needs uh, is, is dominant on the driver. I was Going trying to add to that up the other day. I, I don't know if I came up with double figures or not. It's they close. could get away without Maybe doing it, but it more, yes. a lot more than he has been hit. And not, not a lot more he has been, and a lot more than uh, any other major requires, I think. And then you look at the guys he's competing with that are playing, as we mentioned, the top of this pod so well, that are just bombing it. 
I think he's going to have to, and he, that's just, it's mentally with him. It's still the weakest club. I mean, look what happened at um, uh, was it Valspar? Was that the and, and when he needed or was it, no, it was Bay Hill? Bay Hill. And what did he need to do? He needed to put the driver in play, and he went with the double miss, yanked it left out of bounds, and ended up losing the tournament. But if he, I mean, if he's on the leaderboard, let's say he makes. The oh cut, man, it's going to be. And if he's on the leaderboard Sunday or even Saturday, I mean, are you aren't you thinking this guy's got a shot to win it? I mean, I don't know. I'm still not all the way back that that he can win. Because I, I'm sorry, win anything the, the, or just win? I win anything. I mean, well, there's some fields that he could, could win, and this right. and and of all the majors, this would be the his most likely one to win. Right. Bigger uh, story: Tiger winning this week, or Jack in '86. That's that's I would always be Jack with me. Uh, be interesting if Phil won, who would be older than Jack, if he won. Then you then you get really some interesting comparisons. Uh, I. It's always, I mean, it's always eighty six and Nicholas with me. So, but I'm an old guy, <laughs> and um, but it's pretty darn close. It would be really close. What would you say? Bigger story. Well, I'm not the longtime golf guy, Steve is. So, I mean, I'm gonna go. I mean, I, mean, I would go with Tiger. I mean, yeah, you weren't last, there in eighty six when no, I was. No, you weren't. He last We're won the Masters. We need to get Stinny in here. Yeah, last won the Masters in 05. When, but when did he win the PGA? When was his last major? Tiger? It, yeah. Pick it was, Tiger. Yeah, it was 2008. Oh, US Open, 2008. PGA, it was 2008. So oh, it, was, uh, it was the Open, US Open at, at 30 US was the last win. Yeah. Yeah, so 10 years 10 from his years, last a major. 10 years, a decade. And nine years, no, 13 years from his last Masters. That's unbelievable. If he were to win this year. I mean... I think that's it's just yeah. I mean, it, we all, I always that's go... That's mind-bottling, as yeah. they said. <laughs> it is, because, you know, I don't... I would be so in the present that you... How you not say it's Tiger, considering you mentioned all those guys that are playing better than him? And it is an amazing field. I mean, I mean, like Steve said, the guys who are, I mean, people are going to bet him because, but we, you know, don't go. Vern Lundquist is still doing the tournament. Is he doing? He's still doing six. Uncle Vern. I want to see if he can do a Tiger call or a Jack call with him on. He does something sixteen. Who do you like this week? Yes. Uh, it's it's really hard to pick. Mm -hmm. Uh. I kind of like Justin Rose. Yeah, I like yeah. Rosie too. I think uh, these guys just been playing really well, mm -hmm. and you know, he could easily have won last year. Sure. Um, and uh, no, I think I think it's his time. I like Rose. I like Rory. Uh, you got a dark horse? You think our our boy Cooch could? Um, no, you don't know. I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I I just I just don't I just don't know that he's got it down the stretch. Um, I I would love to see it. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's just too much, <laughs> too much other static going on in front of him. Nobody's really talking about Sergio this week. Is that just because no one's talking about? Is it. that just because other guys are playing so well? Hey, he's or he's tired. He's been changing diapers now. He's, <laughs> yeah. <he's> got, <laughs> <laughs> Never mind the the nanny and the nobody has uh, it. Is it truth that nobody's ever won a major in the first year after changing diapers? Probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's true because Bubba didn't Bubba just when did he adopt his kid? Uh, yeah, it was, I think yeah. soon after. Yeah, it's 2012. He won. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, no one, and Sergio was playing pretty well. Uh, just, it just seems like he's got a lot of, lot going on. Yeah. Jason Day in on him at all? No, nah, I, I think he's, his runs up. Ricky, does Ricky break through? I uh, see. These are the names we should have been mentioning earlier with other, uh, just what makes it so compelling. Mm -hmm. Um, now there's just something about about him that I don't trust. 
down down the stretch, and he hasn't played particularly well here. I don't even know what his finishes were here last year. He did okay, but he he shot he shot a, a high, he skied. It was like four over, I think, Sunday last year. Um, so he was in position and then and kind of blew up. Just to show how how much the public is on Tiger, oh, some betting odds I'm looking at right now, he's a favorite in nine to one. Really, that ain't happening. Yeah, but it's but yeah. I mean it's Ricky. That, that's one of those times when the betting and odds are just, and yeah. we, you forget about Dustin because he hasn't been playing a whole lot here. But you know, but the guy who, I think he's a real. He would have been. Was, would he have been the favorite last year? He was big yeah, time. He, he was, was the favorite for sure. Okay. Yeah. Ricky Fowler, by the way, uh, going back to his first year in 2011, tied for 38th, tied for 27th, tied for 38th, and then that 2014 year, which he just was in the top five in right. all four right. majors. He's a fifth. He was finished fifth, yeah. tied for 12th, missed the cut in 2016, and then tied for 11 last year. So yeah. solid, but nothing spectacular. He was playing that you know 2014 year when he was uh, fifth in the Masters, second in the U.S. Open, second in the Open Championship, and then tied for third at the PGA. Yeah, you look at Dustin Johnson's game. He, I mean, he's a guy who should just bring, make this place cry. Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> I, I mean, he's got that power fade working, yeah. um, hits the ball a mile. If his chipping and putting is on, I mean, look out. But, you know, that's what one – you could say that about a lot of these guys. Um, I'm looking at the rest of the leaderboard right here. Uh, John Rahm, he's a guy who just big, mashes the ball, big, big dude. dude. who can hit far, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they keep it in the Spanish uh, realm, yeah. too. So I'm a big Patrick Reed the fan. Champions like- Dinner, would, they could do, do the same thing. For- <laughs> you like Reed? You get to know him at the President's Cup at all, spend some time with I, him? No. No. No, I, I don't know him at all. Right. Just- but, I mean, just – no, only from afar. So I don't really, I don't mm-hmm. have a uh, an opinion Pulse on, on him. him. Uh, he, he seems like he might be a difficult guy to like, but I don't. I like his swagger. It. I like his just the fact that he wears red on Sunday as well. Put him in a Ryder Cup, right? I mean, it's like with <laughs> oh. him and Poulter as well. Yeah, and, and that Ryder Cup form, yeah, I mean, his feet off it. A lot of people don't seem to like him. Patrick Reed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of haters out there, Jeff. <laughs> And, and really, we're talking about golfers. How bad can they be? <laughs> right. uh, Zach Klein from WSB Channel 2, along with Steve Hummer and Jeff Schultz from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, were uh, taking a look at the Masters 2018 edition of the first major of the year. I can't wait for it to get going this week. I'm fired up. Did, you ever, play, did you ever play Augusta National? No, I wouldn't take my sorry game out here. No? I, really? I have too much respect for the, uh, the grass. <laughs> for those who don't know, uh, every year the uh, – the fine people at Augusta National hold a media lottery. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've always suspected that it was sort of fixed to some degree. Like if you won it once, then you're never going to win it again. And if you've never won it, there's a decent chance you're going to get picked. And I've never put in for it because I don't play golf. I'm surprised you haven't, though, because you do play golf. I or, haven't played in a long time. I, I It's just, it doesn't doesn't really suit me. You wouldn't want to soil the course with no. you? No. Plus here, you know, you've got to have, I don't like playing with a caddy. Okay. Because you know, a caddy's going to give you some information, and I can't do what he says. So what does it matter? <laughs> so, so I get mad, and he gets mad. You were never curious enough just to see like how you would be yeah. able to play here. I don't. I, well, course. I know how I play here, <laughs> but you'd it have would, a story it would be forever. An abomination. Well, yeah, but you'd have stories yeah. about the. No, I, I I have enough stories about embarrassing myself <laughs> that I don't need to add another one. You, you, Zach, you played here. Didn't I you? did in uh, 2010. You uh, groveled and cried. If it, I remember, it was uh, <laughs> it was a, it was an amazing experience. As someone who golfs, Steve, I don't know how you not just throw your name in the hat. And it's just it I've was, played in a long time. And, and who it, cares? It's just you know, I, I think I've, I don't know if I told this story or not on the podcast, but I will tell it again. So you get the you know you say, hey, Mr. Klein, um, you know they give you this nice form 
invitation, you know, please wear long pants, please only show up an hour before your tea time, and please change your shoes in the champion's locker room. So I'm like, all right, three for three, no problem. They give me Mickelson's locker. He won that year. Show up, we're having a great time. On the tee is myself, a guy from uh, Japan, and one guy from Sweden. Um, and I forget the fourth guy, but the guy from Japan, he bought a brand new bag, a brand new set of irons and woods from, you know, dicks down the street or whatever. And he said, uh, wife having baby tomorrow, not going, playing Augusta. And he, he said it in his broken English. I, you know, was smiling from ear to ear. He would, and he was going to sell his sticks on eBay. Uh, it, it was a highlight. It was a lot of fun. You play from the Sunday pin placements. You're playing the Monday after, uh, I shot an 88, had a blast. It was a pretty cool experience. And I remember... What'd you do on 12? Uh, I had a great shot, spun it back in the water and took a five. Yeah, I'm not happy there. Speed I did. I did speed it. Apart, and you talk about the caddy. This was great. So on 16, you know, the, the pin is front left. I hit my ball kind of middle short. And the caddy, he's like on the back ridge, you know, where you've seen the tiger ball. Like, this is where you're supposed to aim. You know, the ball, the pin is left. And I, he says, aim it to my feet. I'm like, where? And he walks 30 feet ahead, puts his feet in a V-shape, says, putt to my feet. I putt to his feet. The ball stops, makes a left-hand turn, and ends up about a foot away from the cup for a tap-in par. Uh, and I remember walking in there, and I'm looking around and just having taken all these pictures with my, with my, with my camera. And I, I got to go to the bathroom. I said, the, I said to the caddy, I said, you know, bathrooms around here? You know, he's like, you, you got to take a shit? And I said, no, I just got to take a so piss. So you can do that on <laughs> I told you. He's like, oh you, you got to piss, you got to take a shit. I'm like, I just got, he's like, squirrel shit all the time, go in the woods, go take a piss. You know, so that was my caddy story. Yeah. Good stuff. You got any good? Well, now I may play it. <laughs> now I may play just so yeah. I can I can <laughs> show he, show he my can, lack of reverence for what, you. What, what, yeah. <laughs> I might just go in the hole. What's your <laughs> lovely? <laughs> what's, your, what's your favorite? I hole? I got my tweet. Yeah, <laughs> favorite hole. Favorite here? hole. Um, it's, it's hard. I mean, it used to be the the great experience would be they used to have a before Billy Payne got here and messed everything up. <laughs> They had this great press viewing tower right in front of 12, right mm-hmm. at 12 at the corner, between 12 and 13. So you'd watch them play 12 and then watch them tee off in 13. And you just go out there in the afternoon, uh, you know, early in the round, mm-hmm. and go and sit and watch guys play that. And that was terrific. So that was your spot. And uh, and I actually like, I like, I'll go sit on six even, have them hit over you. Mm-hmm. They have a, and, uh, because as you can tell, I don't dress real well, so I can get I can get messy. It doesn't matter. I can right. sit in the grass. Um, for those who can't see Steve on a podcast, he's not dressed real well. <laughs> yeah. Jeff will take a twi- picture but, and tweet uh, it. I kind of like going to the par threes for some reason. Like even number four, there's a, there is a nice little press uh, place to watch there. Good so, note. Next time you're at four, um, take a look to the right of the green. There is the one and only. Yeah, bamboo. Uh, palm, palm tree. Oh, palm tree. There's too. a palm tree. Yeah. Yes. Uh, part of that hole. And that's the difference between where we played it and when the pros played it. We played it oh, from the member's team. Yeah, it's 6,200 yards. They played it, you know, 7,200. Yeah. So from that hole, the par 3 fourth, the pros played from 248. Yeah, that's, a, it's insane. that's a bear. We played from 150, basically. Hit your, you know, eight iron middle of the green, got my two putt and got out of there. So it's a totally different course, uh, obviously, between where we play and where uh, the pros play. Uh, Jeff, what's your favorite hole? Where do you like Which, hanging out? I'm sorry if I can't remember the numbers like you guys can offhand. Which is the par three where you, you shoot it, but it drops straight down? 
Thanks for listening. That was uh, six. What he was that's just six. talking we about. Oh, talking I thought about you it. said four. That's why I was. Okay. No, I just, I, I mentioned, basically mentioned every part okay. of three. Remember, okay. he gets dirty and okay. wears clothes, and he's okay. He can get down. There. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so six is so six. That's, just six. because it's got so, the bank of azaleas there too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So just because it's so different, it's not. It's a cool hole. It's yeah. Uh, and I like being down at the bottom. Yeah. And just watching the ball. That's awesome. I think my favorite is ten. Yeah. Down downhill. Yeah. Par four. Love that hole. It's not a bad hole. Other than what's the most nondescript? I mean, no one sees five. No one, because it's tucked back there. Yeah, 17's kind of. Uh. Yeah, that's hard. I mean, not that's pretty straightforward. Yeah, tree's gone. It's so. gone. That's kind of you know my, you know two is kind of a cool hole. It wraps around the corner, par five, yeah. three. Nobody really thinks about three. Yeah. Was uh, nice. Yeah. So I I'd probably I go just like eighteen because of the drama. Because there's always going to be drama, or somewhere on the any, anywhere on the back, and that means no, you can go home too when they finish. Yeah, that means <laughs> yeah. I go home because like, I'm not in the golf lottery. <laughs> that that by the way is the biggest reason why a lot of writers, anyway, or some media people don't put in for the lottery is because you're here all week Sunday to Sunday, and it's like I just want to go home. Yeah, for sure. So I'm just a golf geek, man. Yeah, I, I, I just love it. Yeah. I think it's uh, I'm sure your your wife just loves you staying one more one extra day. Well, she don't care. This week, she's on spring break with the kids. They're going to the okay. beach, so I'm working and she's playing. You know, CBS is uh, rooting for Tiger to be there on the weekend. Oh, they're going to they're going to do just great numbers. If, uh, and really, I I wish them nothing but the best. Yeah, I'm, I bet you. Do. <laughs> Does he make I want the them cut? To make some more money. Tiger make the cut. Yeah. Jeff. Yeah. Yes. Top, finish top ten. No. I agree. Hummer. Uh, he finishes tenth. Finish his tenth. Oh, jeez! I would have weasel wow. out. Yeah, no, no chance. What? I, I gave you a, a, an exact position. Are you, <laughs> we, we've all been here uh, at covering the Masters, a close to a combined what fifty years, and there's gonna be a few people listening to this podcast who have never been before. So we told you what spots to go check out. Six, obviously, Amen Corner. Hang out at eighteen. What about the food items? What's your go-to, Steve? Are you? Uh, are I'm you an egg salad guy all day, right? They changed the bread this year. I know. I had my I already whoa, had whoa, my whoa, first whoa. egg sandwich. Breaking new. Why do we let you? Don't bury the lead. I, it, it seemed a little. It wasn't wasn't as good old Southern white bread as uh, it seemed a little odier to me. Odier, <laughs> a little heavier. And now uh, yeah. AJC, you have lo- you're no longer covering the uh, <laughs> Masters I was, tournament. I was, <laughs> Well, that's the only one I had, I've had so far. I was a little concerned about that. Wasn't there wow. an upper one year, several a few years back, when they changed the they pimento, changed the yeah. pimento yeah. cheese uh, recipe because the guy who they fired the guy, I want to say who used to made it, and he took yeah. the recipe with him. It was it was a that's major a big deal. It was a major deal. Yeah. Um, if you can get it, I mean, getting I'm not a, a, that's a good pimento cheese. I don't get pimento cheese. I don't well, get no, on a burger, yes, pimento cheese sandwich. No, I'm, it's I'm so with rich. There. Yeah, yeah. We but once, on a burger, it's we great. once brought one back for. our... Our workmate Tom Stinson yeah. put it in his mailbox, and he didn't find it for for about a month. <laughs> Mano cheese doesn't age well. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like Roquefort. <laughs> oh, I can't. Uh, we but, messed up the mailroom a little bit. It's it's Passover though, Zach. So are you going to be look? No, I've been. We, you're going to you know what? I, I'm going to be a good. Uh, we talked about this last week. I'm going to be a good Jew. You didn't I'm say scoop. that's not what you said. I you said, said to me it's out the window. And my my buddy Paul Schneider listens to the podcast each and every week, and he loved the fact that you know there was no Jew on Jew crime. You weren't going to out me if I had some bread. I'm not sure oh, that the oh, egg salad bread. I'm, t- I'm totally outing you if you have bread. Oh. 
I mean, I some, and, and we're clear on Friday, Friday through Sunday. So you got to make it through Thursday. You and, have to make it through the and Jeff round. was a, he was a very good uh, member of the tribe this uh, this evening. He brought matzah to our master's house I'm here. The at only, I'm the only one here in the house who brought matzah. Hamburger and matzah. <laughs> Hamburger and matzah. I did not try to eat. I don't think together, that's not, that I don't been. think that's on the Augusta. I was, getting, more the, was, I was uh, getting ready to convert. <laughs> and then I saw that. You know, maybe that should be my question for the for the uh, new. Fred Chairman Ridley? Augusta for Fred Ridley, the new Augusta. What's that? Well, it's Passover week, um, <laughs> Chairman Ridley. Um, is there any thought to uh, having some matzah available for the media? I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> and the Atlanta Journal Constitution <laughs> is no longer covering the masters. Covering the masters. So, yeah, I can't eat. I mean, uh, fortunately, you could eat 20, you could eat all day long here at the masters for the media. And let me just go on record as saying it is not anybody's job to feed me. I get that. Right. That said, you could eat all day long here as a media it's member unreal. for free. They not only just and go anytime you want for do. and some of <laughs> <laughs> not only sandwiches and fruit and all that stuff, but now they last year they they built this brand new what would you call I wouldn't even call it a cafeteria a because restaurant. that doesn't yeah. yeah. Full service restaurant just for the media. It's stunning. It, yeah. The fact that they did it in, what, eight or nine months. And then this year, they have the new Merchandise Village. Yeah, where they took over the old media workspace. And yeah, they, they did. And they, but we can't get into the clubhouse anymore. And that was yeah. a good, you brought up a good point. That was a good perk that we had. Um, media members were allowed to go to the Members Pro Shop. It's probably the size of a, you know, a shack, a small kitchen. And uh, you could go shop there, and we got kicked to the curb. And the prices were so much less there. Oh, no, they <laughs> You weren't getting your four hundred dollar cashmere V neck. There's some good. There's some good stuff. And I loved it. Did you see the um, the media release that the kind folks at Augusta had when they gave us the photos of the new uh, golf main pro shop? I think they said they have something like 156 mannequins and a dog mannequin as well, uh, showing off the new latest and greatest gear. Yeah, my my dog won't be getting anything. <laughs> they have dog collars or dog collars? Dog yeah, yeah, leashes, dog collars, bowls. <laughs> I'm Not sure in- they're very inexpensive. Tommy Stinson making an appearance. You want to you wanna join us on the pod, Stinny? Uh, Steve took the bottle opener somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> this is real. This is real, people. This is... This is <laughs> I've never seen Hummer blush, but he's getting nervous talking about can openers. Uh, how was your Passover, by the way? It was great. Um, it, was, it was good. And since we're good talking stories. Stuff. Uh, great tradition, great singing, uh, good food, good people. You know, my wife is Catholic. Right. And so and it was on your anniversary. Happy anniversary, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. 33 years. 33 years. I don't know how she's done it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just crazy. Your wife, Jean's the best. Yeah. 33 years. So, so she's Catholic and I'm Jewish. So our kids are cashews, basically, <laughs> is what we decided. But this year, and then we've probably done this before, my wife, because she's very into the holidays, she dyes Easter eggs. But we did the Seder on the second night of Passover. So we converted a dyed Easter egg into the into the egg you put on the Seder. <laughs> no, you didn't. We did. We just peeled it. Well, so, well played. So, you know, we had a little holy war at our table. That's good stuff. I don't know what the We're, hell we're you bringing guys are the religion. Did, did you have a, what about you? How was your Easter? Did, I was driving but, over here. Romantic. <laughs> so how, how good could it be? My, my wife and, and her mom were having ham at home, and, mm. and I was, I was get, hanging out with a bunch of hacks. Did you get into Easter as a kid? Nah, no, no, nah, we were, yeah. You were never, uh, you were never a very happy kid, were you? I was pretty happy. Were you happy? Yeah. Were, but you just never Grew got up on into the beach. Easter. So how bad could it be? Yeah. Mm. You just never got into Easter jelly beans or chocolate bunnies or peeps that you could blow up in the microwave. Nothing. No, I don't. I don't peak till Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's go time. Yeah. <laughs> and then we let it let it rip. <laughs> All right, as we wrap up here, give me your winner. He went with Justin Rose. You sticking with Jay Rose? Yeah. Schultz? Yeah. Dustin Johnson. Dustin Johnson. Good stuff, gentlemen. And you? Uh, Justin Rose. Oh, I'm going with Rosie. Thanks, folks, for tuning in to the Never Play the Game podcast from Augusta. For Steve Hummer and Jeff Schultz from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, I'm Zach Klein from WSB Channel 2. We'll hit you up later in the week. Happy Masters Week, everybody. <laughs>